Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 11, and this is the 287th episode of the Daily Dose Bible Overview. If you have just recently joined us, you can go all the way back to May 1st, 2020. That's when we started in Genesis 1, and you can follow us all the way through as we understand God's word better, connect some dots, see his redemptive plan for the world unfold. It's really been a fascinating journey, and we're just getting going. Still in the Old Testament, still in the Old Covenant, and we're going to talk about covenant today. The section in my Bible here is called the Broken Covenant, Jeremiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 20. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, hear the words of this covenant and speak to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. You shall say to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Cursed be the man who does not hear the words of this covenant, that I commanded your fathers when I brought them out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Listen to my voice and do all that I command you. So shall you be my people, and I will be your God, that I may confirm the oath I swore to your fathers to give them a land flowing with milk and honey as at this day. Then I answered, so be it, Lord. So this is the Lord telling Jeremiah what to say. He reminds the people that he delivered them out of Egypt from the iron furnace. You remember what they did when they were slaves in Egypt? They baked bricks, the iron furnace. It was a place of slavery where they helped build Egypt by baking bricks. And here's his command, not like we talked about yesterday. His command wasn't initially, go do a bunch of sacrifices. His command was initially very simple. Listen to my voice and do that. do all that I command you. Verse 6, the Lord said to me, proclaim all these words in the cities of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem. Hear the words of this covenant and do them. For I solemnly warned your fathers when I brought them up out of the land of Egypt, warning them persistently, even to this day, saying, obey my voice. That's basically the Israelites' only job as it relates to this covenant. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but everyone walked in the stubbornness of his evil heart. Therefore, I brought upon them all the words of this covenant, which I commanded them to do, but they did not. This should sound very familiar. We've talked about it over and over and over. The inability of the Israelite people, God's chosen people, his delicately bred daughters of Zion to not obey his covenant or walk in his ways. Verse 9, again, the Lord said to me, a conspiracy exists among the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, they have turned back to the iniquities of their forefathers who refused to hear my words. They have gone after other gods to serve them. The house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken my covenant that I made with their fathers. Therefore, thus says the Lord, behold, I am bringing disaster upon them that they cannot escape. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to them. Then the cities of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem will go and cry to the gods, little g gods, to whom they make offerings, but they cannot save them in their time of trouble. For your gods have become as many as your cities, O Judah, and as many as the streets of Jerusalem are the altars you have set up to shame." altars to make offerings to Baal. Therefore, do not pray for this people or lift up a cry or a prayer on their behalf, for I will not listen when they call to me in their time of trouble. What right has my beloved in my house when she has done many vile deeds? 
Can even sacrificial flesh avert your doom? That's what we talked about yesterday. Doing sacrifices is meaningless to him if your hearts are far from him. Can you then exalt? The Lord once again called, the Lord once called you a green olive tree, beautiful with good fruit. But with the roar of a great tempest, he will set fire to it and its branches will be consumed. The Lord of hosts who planted you has decreed disaster for you because of the evil that the house of Israel and the house of Judah have done, provoking me to anger by making offerings to Baal. That's their number one sin, idolatry, worshiping false gods, particularly Baal. Verse 18, the Lord made it known to me and I knew, then you showed me their deeds. But I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. I did not know it was against me. They devised schemes saying, let us destroy the tree with its fruit. Let us cut him off from the land of the living that his name may be remembered no more. But O Lord of hosts, who judges righteously, who tests the heart and the mind, let me see your vengeance upon them. For to you have I committed my cause. And here Jeremiah is pleading with the Lord because this message, obviously, that he's giving the people of Judah is very, very unpopular. And they want to get rid of him because they don't want to hear any of it. They'd rather surround themselves with false prophets. We'll hear about that later on and hear what their itching ears want to hear. But Jeremiah has been appointed to deliver these difficult messages to the people of Judah. And like I said, at the centerpiece of it is the failure of the people of Israel to obey God and to walk in his ways, thus their inability to uphold their end of the covenant. And this old covenant is going to be replaced in the New New Testament by a new covenant. You remember when Jesus is in the upper room Thursday night before he is arrested and he's having the last supper with his disciples. He said, this is the new covenant in my blood. And they have no idea what that means, but what we know that it means in retrospect is that, that Jesus is going to go to the cross and this perfect God-man who perfectly obeyed God's law, he was 100% obedient. He 100% walked in God's ways in a way that the Israelite people never did, in the way that none of us ever could. And then the sin of the world by God's decree was placed on him. He was He became sin, the Bible says, he became sin who knew no sin, so we might become the righteousness of God. So he paid the penalty for sin through his death, and then rising, he defeated sin, death, the power of the devil, and anyone who put their faith and trust in Christ could have his righteousness, the perfection that he lived on this earth attributed to them, and that is the solution to our sin problem, friend. We cannot be good enough. The Israelites couldn't offer enough sacrifices. They couldn't be moral enough. They couldn't follow the Ten Commandments or the other commandments enough to please God's perfect standard because we're imperfect. And so this old covenant that the people of Israel fumbled and screwed up and are being punished for is going to give way to a new covenant. And that new covenant is going to come through the person of Jesus Christ who comes through these very people these people of the tribe of Judah, descendants of David who are being punished, a remnant of them are going to turn back, repent and be faithful. And God's redemptive plan is going to move forward. Jesus is going to come. The new covenant is going to be made available to anyone who put their faith and trust in him. So this covenant language in the Old Testament and what it turns into in the New Testament is very, very important, central theme in Scripture. And Lord, we are thankful for the new covenant. We're thankful for Christ's perfect sacrifice and for you offering forgiveness and righteousness through our faith in him so that we could escape your punishment and your wrath. Help us to live in a way that reflects our gratitude. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.